And then the road was built. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Monday, November 14th, Let's Grow Pulling. Brett Yarn, Paul Romack, Ryan Rusink, and myself sitting here. We're going to talk Pullers Championship tonight. I don't know if Charles is jumping on the night or uh, Cody or Doug, but um, we got the, we got the majority of us here tonight. And tonight's show is going to be all about year two, the Pullers Championship, um, our event, and what we're doing, again, to give it back to all of the Pullers as well. So how are you guys doing? Good. I just want to thank I want to thank Iowa Hawkeyes for whooping Wisconsin's ass because my phone was super quiet Saturday night. And normally the last couple of years, my phone's been really chattering because <laughs> all the Wisconsin fans were picking on me, but nobody texted me. No Doc Myers, no Doug Borth, no Ryan Zolik. I just want to know where all my Wisconsin fans are. But nobody we gave up after about week three. Nobody wants to say <laughs> no, no, you guys got your feelings back and you got your new coach and everybody got excited and then 
if you win out, coach. if you win out, you can win the Big Ten West, and Illinois stepped <laughs> on it again. And I don't know, it's just been uh, been kind of one of those things. Yarn, <clears throat> if it makes you feel any better, uh, some of us Iowa Hawkeye fans went out and bought hoodies that said that say "Fire Brian" on them, <laughs> and we wear them on game days just on principle. My, uh, my neighbor growing up is cousins with Jim Leonard, so I've known. <clears throat> his family for a while so it's kind of no and i i just have fun with it iowa sucked worse less iowa sucked less than wisconsin did on on saturday that's pretty much how yeah but you play the game you play the game to win and there was a lot of turnovers by the the quarterback for wisconsin which it didn't bother me at all so it's all good um is is adam wilson a big purdue fan i think he is isn't he adam are you a big purdue fan (laughs) i think he. one way to find out can't beat the state of Indiana. I was just going to say that. Uh, so highlight Collins' comment. Yes. Yeah, so we just had our Badger State show. We had Josh Jacobs. He bought uh, most of Brad's sleds, and we had him on for the Badger State show right before this. And we were talking about that. And somebody commented on there, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring that up there. So yep. um, they so that did they just put that out on the tech page or something? Yeah. So it says attention competitors effective immediately 11 14 2022. The current version of the Metas 24.5 by 32 does not meet this specifications in the NTP NTPA rulebook. Therefore, they will not be legal for competition in the 2023 polling season until new version is presented for approval to the WPI Executive Board and NTPA Technical Services. This ruling is in effect with no exceptions. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. What, what were we? What were we, were we talking about? Illinois stepping on it. What was that? No, we're talking about Mita's the Mita's tires, and I'm no, 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 yeah, before that. No, yeah, Brent, I think you saw where I was going with that. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Roos. I took me three extra seconds, but I'm with you now. So, <laughs> well, guys, um, May nineteenth, twentieth. 2023 year two, the Polar's championship. We will continue to strive to be better uh, this year than we were the year before. And, um, you know, we've been announcing the classes and um, I think the really only negative stuff I've seen has been the 85 limited pro class. And it, it's a promoter choice class. Brad Holzauer is a promoter and Brad, um, Brad picked those tractors to be there. And um, so that's, I just want to put that out there. That's really the only, consistent negative thing I've seen about the event for next year. And we all know you can't keep everybody happy. We all know you can't have every class. You can't have every puller. Uh, we have never intended to do that. I mean, we did, we did go from 12 competitors to 10 uh, to shorten the show up a little bit. We did switch around some classes based upon feedback from you, feedback from the puller, feedback from our promoter, uh, Mr. Holzauer himself. So, but those are really, and then we're just going to be more organized next year. I mean, I think that's really, if I could summarize it, I mean, mm-hmm. we all kind of not, we've all been around pulling, but we've never been in the heat of it uh, like we were. Um, and I, I think we all learned a lot from the event, you know, and then we've never worked together as a big group of people like this. There's a lot of opinions in our group. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. And, uh, but we all have to, we all have to learn to work together. And I think, I think we did. I think we did. So, yep. So. Definitely learned uh, a lot last year. Yeah, going to what Schultz said too, <clears throat> uh, releasing the classes. The only ones that we haven't released as right now are uh, promoters' choice classes that we are just kind of we're trying to get them all 
committed first and we're just going to release names one at a time for those so those are diesel super stock tractors modified tractors and semis um <clears throat> last year modifieds were a, a fan boat class but we did have a tough time trying to fill the class um so to get ahead of it this year we want to get in front of those competitors earlier in hopes that they'll commit um or that they'll know that they need to get their tractors ready so they'll have more time to prepare for that so um that was the reasoning behind that but as right now things seem good for that class um as as of today two of them are currently uh registered and signed up and we have two more verbally committed after only two weeks of starting to reach out so um we have two or three more that have um shown interest they're just kind of waiting until after the banquet seeing some schedules and stuff like that so you know, um, to to address one thing here if you can bring up adam's comment um <clears throat> that oh i didn't see that did you see opie fall right there yeah <laughs> damn i know i didn't sorry. see opie bite it like that sorry o. um but yeah adam's comment down there um that there was no pro stock diesel trucks so pro stock diesel trucks are not the only thing that we changed and we sent out last year uh surveys so we had a one for the pullers we had one for the um the fans as well and we put out there that we wanted to hear what the fans wanted to see because ultimately this depends on the fans support <clears throat> and i don't know i mean it was we listened i'll say that and an overwhelming majority wanted to see some of the classes that we changed uh, from last year to this year. So if, if there's a lesson to be learned here, uh, we put these surveys out for a reason. We want to know what you guys want. And we listened and almost two to one margin uh, on some of these classes, people wanted to see different. So we're going to try it. We're not saying that this is the lineup that's going to be set for 2024, but when we put it out there, we want responses and we want your input. We mean it. And uh, we listened. We're going to try it this year. And if we need to make changes for next year to the class lineup, we'll do it. But we want to see if if the fans are voting for a certain class, we want to see that fan support show up at the show or, you know, potentially uh, on the live stream. But we listened. And that's why, you know, the pro stock diesel trucks are not there this year. That's why the two wheel drive trucks are not there this year we're switching things around. We want, we need support from the fans. That's what it all boils down to. And if the fans want to see a certain class, that's what we're going to try to put in there. And again, if you're not familiar with the format, um, the, the, the auto invites or that you've that you see listed on there where some of them are promoter choice. A majority of them are based upon how you finished in your points race for the previous season on 2022, or we brought last year's winner back, right guys, if I remember correctly. And you and that that competitor has until the end of this year, this fiscal year, uh, 2022, December 31st, to go to the website, log on, and accept that invite. And if they don't, that just opens up another fan invite. Because I've had I've had a lot of questions like, "Hey, what are you guys fan voting again this year?" and different things like that. And we absolutely yeah. are. And yeah, this one is of the things is um, last year, by the way. Yeah, <clears throat> one of the things is uh, fan voting isn't commenting on the the initial invites post. That is literally just the initial invite. So uh, wait until January 2nd. Let's go polling on, on that Monday night is when fan voting will start. So we'll make that announcement January 2nd. We'll also be making posts leading up to it. So uh, we got to give our initial invites the opportunity to make that decision if they want to participate for 2023. Um, and then if they decide to turn that down, 
that will then be converted into a fan vote opportunity. Um, so each class will have, I think, at least three. Um, so there is, a, <clears throat> again, less spots than last year. Last year, again, is 12. Uh, we took that down to 10. We realized 12 and having 11 classes, uh, kind of a stretch for us to be done in a reasonable time frame. Um, <clears throat> so we, we decided to cut down two in each class just to be able to <clears throat> get done in the, hopefully that four, four and a half hours uh, window that we want to. So uh, that is the reasoning behind that. And then we cool. decided to keep the uh, keep 11 classes and we are bumping up the semis. We're going to try to get a full field of 10. Um, as right now, that's also looking pretty good. So um, like again, just stay tuned to the Facebook page for us releasing those invites um, as we get those. So, And then, you know, last year, we as promoters, as well as pullers, uh, fought part shortage and a late spring, just like a, a lot of promoters did. And, uh, you know, we, we hope that's getting better. Paul could speak better on the, on the part thing. If, if the parts are going to be more accessible to pullers for next year, um, I don't know, you know, hundred percent for sure, but Paul's shaking his head. It shouldn't be as bad. And then we could just hope for a, an earlier spring because you know, normally by the middle of May, a lot of, a lot of people have their crops in and this year, nobody did because of the late spring. And that's just part of it. And again, we have to do this event before the season starts, before everything gets going uh, with all, because we do not want to conflict with a national points race at all. You know, and we were able to move it back a week later this next year. Uh, I think last year, what, we were May 12th and 13th or 11th and 12th? 13th, 13th and 14th. 14th. We were able to move it a week back because Benson is what, the first weekend right after Labor Memorial Day? Ben, yeah, yeah, because last year when we came up with a date, we went into it believing that Benson was going to be on that same weekend, um, the week before Memorial Weekend. Um, <clears throat> obviously, they changed and they moved to the first weekend in June, uh, but we had already announced our dates. And so we we kept with it for last year. And then this year, um, we we reached out and verified that Benson was planning to keep the same weekend as this year. So we decided to move to a, a week back. And again, hopefully that helps us with just an extra week for farmers. Um, and hopefully we just don't have to run into that issue. Hopefully we have a good spring this, this and I will, planning season. And I will admit I'm a little naive. I really thought we'd have better, a bigger crowd last year for our first year. I thought we'd have bigger live stream that disappointed all of us. We've all rallied to do a better job of promoting this event. I don't know if a lot of people were farming and couldn't get away or a lot of people kind of just wanted to see how the first year went. I know that's always, I mean, something, well, let's, we're not going to go this first year. We just want to see how it goes. We don't want to waste our time going down there, or up there, or over there. I don't know, you know, if or why you didn't attend the poll. But again, the the whole premise of this is an outdoor Louisville where we're giving all of the money back to the pullers. And, um, and that's really what it comes down to. So we need, you know, we say we, we all say we love pulling and we all say we want to, you know, do as much as we can for the pullers. By you simply buying the live streamer of this event or showing it up, you are doing as much for the pullers as you can. And of course, we're going to be, we're already on a sponsorship drive for this event as well, because that's, we know what our fixed costs are, sleds, advertising, et cetera. Um, the sponsorship is used to cover our fixed costs and every dollar from the live stream. And um, the gate goes back to the pullers. And that is true. That's what happened last year because Brad, basically Brad Holzauer covered our losses. So we could give all the money back to the pullers. So um we did what we said we would do, but we were all disappointed. I'm not mad, but just disappointed. I really, I think we all felt like uh, we were better promoters and could have had more people there. I mean, I definitely was. I'm still, 
I'm not satisfied, but it's got me motivated to do more and more this year. Um, and we're going to count on you, the, the pulling fan, to spread the word and to let people know about this great event next year. So, I mean, there's already people booking hotel rooms, and but we want to we want to fill those stands uh, both nights, Friday and Saturday. So, so what are we going to do about the uh, tire rule? Well, seeing as how that's a discussion that just literally happened today, we'll have to we'll have to talk about that because, like I said, one organization has uh, has said that the the, t- the current tire setup is is uh, not legal. So we'll have to figure that out, just like everybody else will. I I would expect you'll see some other organizations follow suit, but um, we'll just we have, um, discuss it. PPL banquets this weekend, outlaw banquets this weekend. I'm going to the outlaw banquet. I can find out what's going on down there. What's, you know, all the chatter with, like I said, with this just happening, we're going to, we got time to figure out what we're going to do. So yeah, we got, we got to keep it national. I know you are. I know you know that, but it's, it's a good, it's a good question. Cause some, I figured somebody was going to ask it. Yeah. If it wasn't me, it would have been Colin. <laughs> so yeah. what, are you gonna, what are you guys going to do? Huh? <laughs> we, uh, but I think for our first year, we're you know we're we're none of us are ever satisfied um, with that with what we do. So, but it wasn't it, our first year wasn't it wasn't a mess. It was a good it was a good first year. We just at the end of the day, we're going to be a little more organized and we're going to try to get more people there. That's really so we can give the pullers more money, hold up bigger checks. So, wasn't wasn't an F, but it wasn't an A, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we heard, we heard a lot of good feedback from the pullers, from the fans that did attend. And um, we're excited. We're, we're making those changes. And Paul was Paul spot on. I mean, there was there was a couple surprises, honestly, in the in the in the in the surveys. But we went with what the survey said. I mean, I know is isn't that um, from the what is what game show is that? The survey says um, that's the family uh, feud. Yeah, the yeah. family feud. But um, I mean, we've to speak a little bit about that. I mean, we have we have damn. literally talked to pullers all summer long about this um we've talked to pullers and fans alike about what what we you know wanted to see different saw you know the surveys and a lot of what we heard reflected what the survey said yeah and to go based like off those surveys we had 30 some pullers fill out the surveys and we had like 120 140 um the fans fill out the survey so thank you to whoever did fill those out because it is good feedback for us um we also read through all the comments on all of our posts i mean after the event um during the event and <clears throat> any of the feedback that we we're able to get from talking to uh pollers and fans at the event or just throughout the summer so we we gained a lot of knowledge uh through all of you guys and we're going to take that to just hopefully make this show even bigger and better for 23 so we're optimistic and Things have been rolling here now for the last couple months, um, so it's it's going to go quick. I have a feeling. Um, I'm already. I was just kind of looking at the dates, and it's we're six weeks away from fan voting open up already. So it's it's going to be it's going to be here before we know it. Please don't say it's going to go quickly. Please don't <laughs> say that. Unfortunately, it's time just keeps rolling. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, yes, there will be camping available. Yeah, it is. It is primitive camping, uh, so you'll need to bring a generator. But we do have spots for some campers. 
Hey, I might have a generator. <laughs> hey, hey, Shannon, don't buy that generator. <laughs> don't, please, don't. Everybody around you will will despise you. Yeah, but you'll have don't. you'll be but you'll be by yourself. That's how you do that, Bruce. You can buy generators. You just need to buy specific ones, or not buy certain ones. Yeah. Shannon, I have a loud generator on my trailer, but it's, I'm I'm currently in the process of making that change. <clears throat> Boy, He's Dave went so far as to create a rule, a, a Jason Schultz rule about generators for NTPA for next year, and now you're yeah, selling that damn. That trailer. was actually the that was actually the second thing that the NTPA put out today was that uh, <laughs> I could I couldn't come to the NTPA events next year unless I got new generators. <laughs> My are we going to see the um, the battle of the big diesel supers with Travis and Doug and? Mm. Guess we'll just have to wait until things get posted on the page, huh? Yeah. I was gonna say it's uh it's we're working hard on that class, yes. let's just say that. Sure Fighty's ears are thanking him. <laughs> hey, and that uh, uh Shannon, that Jeremy Russian guy, he's a good guy to hang around at mealtimes. Jeremy and I've talked, he eats well. I, I eat well, but he eats he eats well, very Bruce, well. He does amazing yeah, things with, uh, with a blackstone. When Roos talks about food, um, I would. It that, gets serious. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. Yes, I agree. Jeremy so and I are, are in the very same boat. There, we don't mess around when it comes to being fed <laughs> and feeding others. Yeah, during the diesel super stock uh, power ranking show, that was mentioned that that would be the. The chance to see our diesel supers battle it out because Doug really opened a lot of eyes uh, by sweeping the, the Polar's championship and then you know and then just winning every outlaw hook. But um, I think people want to see you know see it again and, and see the matchups again. So it'd be fun to mm -hmm. to make that happen and provide that value for because we need we need something to sell the fans too, guys. Let's be real. I mean, what's a bigger story than my singer and Bone Twister heads up? I mean, there I don't know. I mean, from the polling perspective on it, it's going to be fun. What's one of my, that's one of my highlights. One of the things we're going to pound on for sure. Make a t-shirt that says my singer versus the world. Yeah. The world. But that's how he feels. He does. He doesn't get the, because, and I love the outlaws. Everybody knows that, but their diesel super class isn't that strong. And it's not Doug's fault. It's, it's you know, I don't really know where there's tough diesel supers. I mean, even with the NTPA, we're lucky if we get five or six, you know, on a night. So that's where, that's why, you know, that's what makes this event so cool. We get to get them together and let them all bang it out, mm -hmm. you know, before the season starts. I, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So the trailer hood. That needs to be a t-shirt, Romac. Write that down, the trailer <laughs> hood. Yep. But yeah. in all seriousness, camping, we talked about this um, all last night. We had a, we had a, uh, Doug and I had a meeting with a Ricky and Julie Rose about Hutchinson for next year. And camping is a big deal. Bowling Green, you guys, is special because of the fans and the campers. Mm -hmm. We want to create that same, and we'll never, nobody will ever be a Bowling Green, but we want to create that same fun and, and entertaining, you know, campgrounds because that's what that's what makes people take vacation and go ahead to your event and support the pullers, you know. And again, this is video from Friday night last year. You can see we had big, big names from the sport of truck and tractor pulling in Nashville, Illinois, at the Pullers Championship. So, yep. And we'll have them again this year. We've got some big names that have already committed. So <clears throat> it's going to yes. be the same, only better. Yes, Brad, we'll be running. The Remit will be back up and running. 
hopefully before that even. Uh, Shannon Hood like the trailer hood. The West versus the rest. Rust also says I would buy that shirt, big guy. Um, why outlaw the meters, guys? I haven't paid attention to that. What's is it? Is it circumference? Is it diameter? What's the, <clears throat> what are you reading? I think it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. They're the tires are. I don't want to say they're, growing, but they're not holding. Yeah, uh, they're they're true to form when they when they first get them, and then when they start using them, they're getting bigger. Am I right, Paul? Yeah, it's yeah, it's that's right. <clears throat> so did um did the Midas did they they had some success towards the end of the season right with the pro stocks oh, oh yeah yeah oh uh, yeah yeah there was a lot of uh sets of those tires that were ordered um right after they started coming out I mean we we saw them for the first time at uh, the truck show um yep Peter uh, Norton Russell had them Rob and Russell Robert had Peter. And I mean, they, they, everybody was already talking about them at that point. And once they got outdoors and they, they saw how they were doing, um, there's a lot of guys that are running them and have been pretty happy with them. Um, but like I said, if they're changing, you know, the NTPA has seen some of those changes and right, wrong or indifferent, they made their statement today and we'll see what we can do to, to remedy the situation to, use better lack or for lack of a better term. <clears throat> yep. Well, Brett, do you want to put up your spreadsheet? Spreadsheet or uh, PowerPoint? Or your PowerPoint, sorry. Uh, yes, I can. This is where Paul calls you a nerd. nerd. I call him a nerd a lot more than just this. <laughs> That's okay, Paul. We call you a nerd a lot too. I'm fine with that. Totally fine with it. it. Means I'm smart in some area, or at least you think I am. Embrace it. Your uh, your birthday pictures were the best, Paul. I want to thank Misty for those. Yes, those those True. are outstanding. <laughs> the, whose T-shirt did you have on that one, Romac? That Zach's. One? That was a four T. That's <laughs> nice. Oh, that's, How did that's you not perfect. cut off circulation to your melon? I uh, don't know, but uh, shout out to the fine folks. I think that was either a Hanes or a Fruit of the Loom tank top. Um, very impressed by their um, craftsmanship. I thought for sure that <coughs> fat guy in a little old coat, and I, I got that shirt on, and I got it right back off, and it stayed in one piece. So shout out to you, fine folks. Sponsorship um, opportunities are available. Uh, well, pretty sure they're going to be like, yeah, we don't want him modeling. <laughs> it's um, all about attention, Paul. You know, it doesn't have to be good attention. So, all right, I think everybody knows who's doing what, but so <clears throat> what the Polish Championship is. It, so this is a PowerPoint from last year, just redone for this year uh, with new information. Um, so what we're trying to do is just invite some of the top Polars from 2022. Um, as well as allow the fans to vote who they want to see um, in the 11 respective classes that we have chosen for 2023. Um, <clears throat> when and where. So set the track holes hours. If you guys don't know, that is in Nashville, Illinois, uh, May 19th and 20th. I believe those dates are correct. Uh, 6 p.m. both nights. Ages 11 and up is $20. So we did bump, like everything else, prices have gone up. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to do $20 this year. We're going to see how it goes. Um for the live stream, um, it's going to be $25 a night, which is what it was last year. But we're going to offer a weekend option for $40. Um, 
so it's just like being there for both nights if uh you were in person um <clears throat> you will get a ticket or a pit, access to the pits with your ticket uh, and then kids 10 and under are free uh there is no rain date so we have one well that, that's later on um lodging this is all on the website just go under lodging tab um uh, at the polish championship.com and that will give you a link to all the uh, different hotels and motels in like a 25 mile radius or something like that. Yeah. And this is not all inclusive. I mean, there's more. There yeah. There's plenty. Go. There's a lot. There's within, a lot. I mean, Especially within an hour, you can hit a lot more hotels. Well, we're an hour from St. Louis. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can get yeah. out there. Yep. Um, camping is on site, <clears throat> but there's, it's limited. Uh, so once it fills up, it fills up. Um, after that, we will not be taken anymore, but there is campgrounds all around the Nashville area. Um, yep. so if you do still want to camp, there are still plenty of places within relatively close distance to. Yes. Nashville. And we are, we are not taking reservations on camping. It is first come first serve, um, pullers. If you do have a camper that you want to bring in, um, we are allowing one camper with, uh, the hauler. If by chance you don't have living quarters in the trailer, um, we do ask that you come in together, uh, that we're going to try our best to get you parked. If you have, we'll let you park one camper by the hauler. Uh, but if it gets to the point where we can't, it, you're going to be with the, the campers and you're not very far away. If you go on the website and look, there is a map on the, the general info page. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. It shows you the camping area is well within walking distance. Um, it's literally just right across the way so you're not going to be stuck out in bfe yep uh so for vendors uh we will be doing vendor uh vendor row um it is on the blacktop area uh so it will be level um don't have to worry about dirt and all sorts of stuff so it is relatively nice um so one of the one of the things that we I want to address here is <clears throat> Brad Holzauer, um continually is updating uh, the facility, not only the pulling uh, area, but the, um, the the grounds themselves for the, the dealership and stuff like that. Um, one of the things last year that we heard was it was a little bit dusty. It was a little dry uh, around the pits um, because there was a lot of construction going on. Every place where that dust came from last year is now oil and chipped. It is dust free. Uh, there's the new building that was was in construction last year. It's the new parts and service uh, building for the, the outdoor power sports is now up and running. And all of that area is now oil and chipped. So the dust will be down basically almost to nothing. So that we have taken care of. Yep. Um, so a 10 by 10 booth is 300 bucks, 10 by 20, 400, 10 by 30 is uh, 500. Those forms are available on the website. Uh, just print it off and send it in with the to the address that is uh, addressed on that form. Uh, sponsorship opportunities available. Uh, we do have the $1,000 event sponsorships, $2,500 elite event sponsorships, $5,000 class sponsorships, um, and custom sponsorship packages are available. Um, <clears throat> The form is available on the website. Again, you can print that off. There is the uh, electronic version, um, which we are doing through Jot Forms, but there is a three percent fee um, in case you want to just pay by card and you don't have to, you don't want to worry about that. Um, but again, it is 
um, uh, there is a 3% fee on, on all that. So <clears throat> options there if anybody wants to do it, but if anybody knows any sponsors, anybody wants to do, um, do a sponsorship, please reach out to one of us, um, or just fill out that form. If you know what you want to do, um, and all that information for what level is on that sponsorship form. So Brent, can you see that comment from moose down there at the bottom? Um, we'll, we'll kindly we'll, ask them to stop. Yeah. Individual runs are fine. Um, but live streaming like full classes or full, the full event is uh, definitely off limits. Um, Again, this is that's going to, if right. that's going to draw people away from our live stream, um, Which they do it for any other motorsports, um, <clears throat> and any professional sports. So that, and we, we will be watching. Yeah. Right. So Moose, if you did that, let's just use you and throw you under the bus just for the example. If you came and did that and you had 500 people watching, that's 500 less people who could potentially buy the live stream, which goes right back to the pullers. Yep. So by doing something like that, you're really hurting the event. Well yeah. said, Ryan. So we're going to and you know, our entire goal for this thing is to give back to the pullers. So we're going to take precautionary measures yep. to make sure that doesn't happen. So, and that's not a threat. That's just, you know, the nature of the beast. It is what it is. Yep. Um, so <clears throat> I guess like the whole fan experience there, again, open pits is uh, with, with a purchase of your ticket, um, walk around, meet and greet the drivers. Uh, there'll be that vendor row. Please support them if they are there. Uh, we highly encourage that they are, helping out with our event <clears throat> so we uh we do appreciate them for you know purchasing a booth and setting up so uh support those who do uh do utilize that option there will be the two video boards again um doing the instant replay showing our sponsors uh, maybe try to incorporate a little bit more to those next year um and then last year we also had the kids zone which i believe went over really well didn't really get to go over there but sound like it was a big hit so uh Bounce house, Paul, kitty pole. Always observed making tractor noises on pedal tractors. <laughs> um, and then they had like the like power wheels, demo derbies, and so it was a <clears throat> pretty good turnout. From again, I wasn't over there, never got the chance to, just busy doing some other stuff. But uh, from what I heard, was a pretty big hit. So um, that will be again. Paul, you're muted. And I and I did have a single charger, and when I got to the end of the kitty pole, um, my charger did go. Toot, toot, toot. <laughs> um, so just some information for the poll. Um, we will be using the Bungart sleds um, again. Uh, so we'll have three big sleds. One of those will be a backup sled, as well as the mini rod sled, and we will be utilizing one of their video boards. Um, we have a good relationship with them in the track, um, and we all know Bungarts pretty well, so. Uh, that's the decision there, and that's who Brad's comfortable with uh, for sleds. Um, the overall winners, we're going to change that this year. We're going to do it based on like the golf score. Uh, that's what they do for the Bowling Green Ring. So we're going to combine their uh, their placing. So if you get a first and a fourth, that's five points. And then golf score is going to be the lowest combined placing wins. The tiebreaker will then go to the combined distance if there's two people with the same score. So one of one of the things that we the feedback that we got last year is pullers kind of wanted to see that. Um, we did look at what would have changed 
if that would have been the way we did it last yeah. year. And I believe of all the one. hooks, it would have changed one position. So we're going to do it like this. And yeah. like I said, we're going to try it this year. If we decide that we want to change it back next year, we'll do it. But yep. we're just going to try something different. Yeah, we know it works with what Bowling Green with doing their rings and it's worked with other events in the past. Um, just the biggest thing with that is that it's easier for the competitors to keep track. Um, so they're able to easily keep track of it on their own. Um, so that's, that was kind of the feedback that we got. And like we said, we looked at the results and it changed one. So, um, shouldn't be too big of an issue there. All pullers will have to pass a technical inspection, kind of common sense. Um, got to make sure they got the safety equipment and that they're meeting the rules. Um, tech, tech officials and workers, um, again, will be from the major associations, uh, just like last year. Uh, so we will have people that know what they're doing on hand. Um, <clears throat> There will be no rain date. One session does rain out. The winner will be determined by the one session that we did get in. Um, there is a $500 non-refundable entry fee. Uh, we say it's more of a commitment fee as that just is committing to our event. Um, if they do have to back out for whatever reason, it is non-refundable. We just need to make sure that the polar or the fans know who they can expect to be there. So that's, uh, that's our way to try to get them to commit. One thing on the rain date, um, if by chance both sessions rain out, uh, all entry fees will be sent back to pullers. Uh, all sponsorship money will be sent back to sponsors. Um, that it basically, uh, we just send everybody their money back. So uh, you're not out anything if by chance it does get rained out. So it, we wanted to do that to make sure that, you know, nobody felt like they, you know, kind of got stiffed over the deal. We're not keeping a dime of this for next year. Uh, everything that we get goes into it. And it would be the same thing in a rain date uh, or a rain, a rain out if, rained out both days then all money goes back to pullers and sponsors and vendors yep um <clears throat> registration is currently open online as well for invites uh so if you are initial invite and you haven't registered if you haven't heard from one of us uh which at this point most of them have heard from us um that is open online so if you haven't and i know there's quite a few that several that i've talked to that have verbally committed they just haven't registered yet so um we're just waiting on them if you haven't been approached and you're on that initial invite list, you're probably on my list of people to contact. So don't get, don't get excited. I've been a little busy here lately. I will be in touch with you very soon. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so payout, we've already kind of <clears throat> discussed this a little bit, but um, Brad is going to guarantee that $50,000 in purse money again. Uh, so if we don't make that at the gate between the gate and the live stream, um, he is going to guarantee $50,000. 100% of the gate goes to the purse, 100% of the live stream goes into the purse. <clears throat> They're going to try to do the 50-50 raffle again where um, each night half the pot will go to uh, a class um, and it'll be distributed distributed evenly amongst all, all the competitors in the class. Um, again, all the entry fees or commitment fees will go back into the purse. We're not keeping any of that money. And then any of the sponsorship and vendor money that <clears throat> we get covers the event costs anything over our initial cost for the event will then go into the payout as well. Um, <clears throat> so going over the classes, um, this was posted on our page. It's pinned to the top, but 85 limited pro stock tractors, the 95 limited pro stock tractors, super farms, the pro stocks, super stock diesel tractors, light super stock tractors, oil drive trucks, super stock diesel four by four trucks, modified minis, the modified tractors running the NTPA rules or National Farm Machinery Show rules and the super semis. Um, so the new classes this year are the super farms, 
four-wheel drive trucks and the minis so that's what we heard feedback from from the fans and so that's that's what we want to get incorporated into the event this year and that's the reason for those changes um and how the fans can help obviously sharing this on social media um is going to be huge for just reaching more people um and then just attending in person or purchasing the live stream again you just purchasing the ticket either one night both nights um in person or on the live stream um is going to just go right back to the pullers and you're just you're helping them um again we're trying to do this for the pullers to try to get them you know the payout that they deserve um then if you have any potential sponsors just send them our way um any lead is not too outrageous it's it can be you know just a simple conversation that could lead into something bigger so um if you have anybody that may be interested or you think could be a, a potential for us uh just let us know and we'll we'll talk to them if you know elon musk you know maybe send them our way mm-hmm he, he, in part, is one of the reasons that Diesels and Dark Corners went off without a hitch, at least on the digital, electronic, social media side. So, you know, if anybody happens to have good old Elon on anything other than Twitter, hook some brothers up. Um, yeah, and then keeping up to date uh, on the Facebook page and the Polaris Championship as well as our website, which is www.thepolarschampionship.com. And whatever you do, please do not take anything that you see on the pull-off forum as official information. If it is not posted on the Polar's Championship Facebook page or the, the website, it is not official. Unless it's coming from one of us. <clears throat> not even that. Almost that. <laughs> I would say not even that. If you if you have any questions whatsoever, go to the Polar's Championship Facebook page or the website. Everything official will be posted there. Uh, and then let's see. So this is the, the website. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, polarschampionship.com. Um, a lot of the event information will be under here. Still kind of a work in progress. Um, once the classes start getting the invites, um, you'll be able to come on here and be able to click on uh, on the different classes um, and see who has committed so far, <clears throat> uh, all the rules, which ones we'll be following, pull registrations here, lodging, and then all the sponsorship forms. Um, if you want to go back and watch last year's event, you just click on the live stream tab there. So... Pretty straightforward stuff. If you have any questions um, or concerns with, you know, the website, um, reach out to me and I'll get things updated um, if you have an issue with anything. Yes, that would also be fine, Wyatt. Work on that for <laughs> us, please. Ross, you may not get off that easy down the road. We may just have to draft you into service, too. Um, Schultz, did you want to go over the initial invites that are posted on Facebook page? I do. I'm just going to scroll the timeline. Is that okay, Brent? Mm -hmm. I didn't have a PowerPoint ready. Hmm. 
Oh, I do also have this. Somehow I skipped two slides. Um, so for the initial invites and fan voting, uh, here, I'll just share my screen again quick. Um, He's buying you time for dinner, Jason. You're welcome. Thanks, Bob. Uh, all right, let's try this. Colin, go to bed. <laughs> uh, so the initial invites and fan voting. Um, so again, the top pullers, some NTPA, PPL, outlaws for each, um, each class were invited um, outside the promoter's choice classes, <clears throat> uh, even though we still, for the most part, uh, a lot of them will be some of the top ones in the points. <clears throat> um, the initial invites have till December 31st at 11.59 Central Time uh, to register or their spot will go to a fan vote spot. Uh, and then we will do again two rounds of fan voting. Uh, the first round will be a list of all pollers and respective classes that pulled in 2022. Um, if you're not on that list and you want to be on it, if you're a new vehicle, you didn't get out, and you have to reach out to us and uh, we will get your name on that list. But we're not going any further than that to try to figure out who didn't pull. Um, and then the second round, we will take the top 20 from the first round of fan voting in each class and we will make that list. And uh, the top pollers then will that are voted in after the second round of fan voting. Um, if we need five spots, we'll take the top five. Um, and then we'll try to have a re reserve list um, of at least <coughs> one or two guys that in case uh, somebody last minute backs out, we are able to reach out and fill those spots. But just stay tuned to the Facebook page if anybody does back out. We do, we tried our best last year to do that when, uh, when we found out. Um, and then kind of a schedule for these invites. So again, um, end of the year, December 31st, the initial invites will have uh, round one of fan voting will open up on January 2nd on Let's Grow Polling and will end at 11.59 p.m. on January 15th. Uh, we will then take a week to get the list updated and reach out to make sure, like we did last year, we we're going to try to reach out and get the top 20 that will commit to the event because um, we know not all of them will be able to. So um, <clears throat> that's what we're going to try to do again this year. Um, and that will then open up on January 23rd on Let's Go Polling, and we'll close at February 5th at 11.59 p.m. Uh, we will then announce those the classes on who got voted in on Let's Go Polling on February 13th. Um, and then the final list of pollers will be posted once all pollers are registered, which we hope is shortly after February 13th. But again, last year, it was a, it was a tough spring, so it was... a we had a lot of people that committed and then parts didn't show up and they couldn't make it anymore. So um, hopefully that won't be as big of an issue, an issue this year, but um, we won't know until that time comes. Jason, uh, Schultz, can you uh, highlight Robert's comment there at the bottom? Yep. <clears throat> So these are the kind of ideas that we would love to hear. Um, this one might be a little too late for this year, but um, Robert, that is that is perfect because the last sentence in your post there, drivers do the promoting to increase the person, the class. That is what this um, kind of the, the thought behind all of this was, is that we want to make the pullers the promoters in a sense that the pollers bring the show. 
And we want you to let your fans know that if you're coming, that that's where you're going to be. I mean, it's different than a, um, you know, pre-commit list because some of that, you know, there's other things that go along with that pre-commit. But if you're going to be somewhere, whether it be our poll or any other poll, let your fans know about it on social media so that your fans can come there and see you. And, you know, when you do that, it supports not only that that puller, but it supports the entire organization that's putting it on. It supports the fairgrounds that may be having that fair or whatever, if it's a standalone. But that's what this, that's what it needs to, to do. You, you, the drivers and, you know, the, the teams, they can be the best promoters. We will do everything that we can within our power to make this the best possible show. And we will promote the hell out of this. But whatever the pullers and fans as well can do to say, hey, I'm a fan of such and such. I'm a fan of uh, Brent Shorefighty or Jason Schultz or, you know, whatever. Let them, let them know. Let it put it out there that you're that you're going to go there to see them. And, you know, you might bring somebody with you. You might say, hey, I didn't know that this was let some people know that, hey, I didn't know this was going on. Anything that you guys can do like that helps tremendously. And we appreciate it very much. So these are the initial invites for the 85 Limited Pro. Again, this was a promoter's choice class by Mr. Holzauer himself. So those 10 people, I'm sure they've all been notified, right, Paul? I'm going to that class. I believe so. Yes, sir. And I believe, I think like six or seven have already verbally committed for sure. Thank you, Russ. That's, you traveled a long ways, buddy. Mm -hmm. Russ is a good man. Um... That's a good looking truck. Yeah. So going over, we already announced two, uh, two of our invites so far, and those were two of our promoters choice. Um, that is semis. I'm doing everything in my power to make sure we have 10 there this year. And one of the ones that I, first ones I reached out to is John knee. He was supposed to be there last year. Um, he is from Illinois. He's like two and a half hours away. I think two, two and a half hours away. Um, he's on the uh, Eastern side of Illinois <clears throat> and he went to go start up the truck about a week the week of the event, I believe is early in the week and he had a lifter break on him and it, um, things kind of snowballed and he ended up hurting a cam and because of it, he never got a pull all year long. So, um, he, he was pretty excited that, uh, I reached back out and asked him if he wanted to go. Um, so he immediately said yes. And, uh, so we're looking forward to having him. I never got to see the, <clears throat> see this truck personal uh personally before so uh and i think he's only hooked about i think eight six eight times or so um and from what i've seen it looks like it's a it's a good running truck so we're excited to have him and come on john you got bit with the worst luck possible at the worst time possible how are we not going to give you another shot at it yeah yeah Plus he sent me the pictures and it's on the track yeah it was uh it was kind of a bummer when when he messaged me last year, but we're going to remember. Get, I remember when you put that into the group chat, we we're all going to. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Mark, I'll just say it one more time. The, the 85 is 100% uh, promoter choice. And it is, um, you know, our Mr. Holes, our own 618 motorsports. So they had, might have something to do with that. So, I mean, it's, it's really just as simple that without this event, without Brad, we don't have this event. So it's not a, it's not a, I guess it's not a, a rip on the outlaws or anything like that about this specific class. It just is what it is. 
and we're just going to rock and roll. But I do, I'm not afraid to address it though either. Yep. And, and we have a reserve list. If there's people that turn this down, um, there's a chance that more than likely that an outlaw will get invited. So we just need to, we need to see what our initial invites do first. And, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just have to see what goes from there. But again, it was Brad. He, he came up with a list and he gave it to us and this is what we have. So. So Mark said, yeah, I just, we're not, we're just, we're not afraid to answer any question, I guess, is what I'm trying to yep. say. So it's all good. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, mod, go ahead, Brent. I'll just flip them up. Yeah. There. So modified minis, uh, we took the top three in each uh, NTPA and the PPL. Um, so both Adam Bowers, uh, Iron Toy and Cowboy Up, uh, Theobald's Little Wicked, uh, Jordan Nelson with the Simons to mini rods, Loud and Mini and Simon Says, and Chase Richardson with Vibrator. Um, so, and then we have four that will be up for uh, for fan vote. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of them out there. Um, and we could fill in one hell of a class. So, we'll uh, we'll see what happens with the first six here. Um, so, as of right now, at least four will be fan voted. Again, and like to Brent's point, if um you know, let's say Jordan Nelson doesn't sign up, Loud and Minnie and Simon says. Because they're not on sale, but they are for sale. I'm just teasing RJ if you're watching. Um, then that would open up two more fan vote spots. That's how that works. Then, yep. so that we'd have six fan votes. So yep. it's kind of a neat, uh, a neat, neat way the way we do that. So yes, and so just for anybody who's, who's playing along at home um, and has this question specific with Simons, they get rid of uh, if they were to get rid of Loud and Many or 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 Simon says, but they had another one ready to go. And I'm not speculating and I'm not putting, I'm not saying that RJ has minis in the woodwork. Um, so don't nobody go out on pull off. Um, but how would we handle that? Would they be able to swap in? So it goes with the tractor. So if, if a vehicle sells, it goes with the tractor. So if the new owner then would become a, become the new recipient of that invite. Um, so if I bought loud and many, suddenly I have the chance to go to pull God, that's a terrifying thought right. of me buying. Oh my it. God. I, if I had the money, I would, I would make that happen Bruce, for you to get <laughs> to see you inside a mini ride. Would, would, would you want me to freaking wear it? Well, it would, say, be a hell of, it would be a hell of a Halloween costume. It'd be an I don't know if the sure. roll cage would even be tall enough for Bruce. Uh, shoot. But again, I just we like to go through different scenarios like that and talk yep. about that. So it's all good. Um, yep. So limited pro stock. Um, so Brad wanted uh, three tractors there, and that is Schultz um, with the Remedy, uh, Brett Hackstep with the six one eight Motorsports Entry, and Brent Shorefighty with Shigon four point one. Uh, and then we invited back our champion, overall champion from last year, uh, Nick Gallitz with Running in the Red. And then we invited the Silver Series champion and the Outlaw champion with Andrew Hartman, International Addiction, and David Novak's The Mean Farmer. So, and so as of right now, four four spots will be up for uh, fan vote, but uh, that could change. And what that means, I mean, and as you're starting to see, folks, there's not an awful lot of spots here. So, mm -hmm. if you're a puller and you're watching this and you want your shot at these guys. You better start building some of that uh, fan vote stuff now. Not like tell people to go and comment, but the easiest way to get your message out there is a little inside baseball. 
is to be active on your page. So if you are XYZ Pulling Team, XYZ Pulling Team needs to start building a precedent of, hey, we're, we're posting, we're talking, we're interacting with fans because that puts you higher up in the algorithm. It serves you up to more of the people who follow you, i.e. the people who can vote for you. Mm-hmm. I would love to steer in a, a mini with ape hangers. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've heard I've heard different things. If I'll, if Andrew or Brad's watching, they can comment. Yeah, I can comment that yeah. it it was sold. Yeah, there you um, go. And it was sold. Um, and then for Wyatt's comment there, yeah, Galtzes are they're tough. <clears throat> so and. I'm I'm sure they'll be back for a vengeance. So those uh, those red tractors like the Nashville. They dirt. like that Nashville dirt. Um, and then going back, to, so that was our first uh, invite. There was Ryan DeBrew. Uh, Sorry, New Franklin, right. Wisconsin, playing with fire. Um, he's been a supporter of this event when we reached out to him when we were in the initial planning stage, like week number two. Where's that picture? We about semis. Where's that picture at? Norwalk, Ohio, at the dirt. Oh, with, oh my uh, God! Look at that green on the track. That's, oh, yeah. that, is that the yeah. one where they build it on top of the drag strip yep. or whatever? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. So we appreciate Ryan for uh, being. Yeah, he was one of our first event. calls, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah I think good. I think it was if our first or first. second meeting that we called him and asked, like, would you be able to? Would you come and help us try to get some semis? And he was just like, yeah. And so it's been a. Uh, it was a long time ago, but uh, now we're in year two, and he's going to be back and hopefully uh, vying for that championship. So uh, moving on now to the Pro Stock Tractors. Um, we invited top three, or uh, excuse me, top two in points uh, with NTPA and PPL. Uh, so that was Kevin Schmucker and Julia Ray with Rampage and Mac Daddy, respectively, and then Simon's Loud and Heavy and Loud and Loaded. We invited last year's overall champion, which is Ezin and Robbie Lemke with New Generation Plus. And then there's going to be a new tractor there, um, and that is Promoter's Choice for Brad's new tractor, um, the 618 Motorsports Entry. Um, so we will have four spots <clears throat> as of right now for, <clears throat> excuse me, for fan voting. If you haven't figured it out yet, Holzauer likes pulling. <laughs> yeah, and he'll pull anything that. I heard a rumor that that uh, 618 Pro Stock was going to be like a Cup Cadet or something. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love you, Roos. Um, hey, you if, you know, if the haters are going to talk on pull-off, let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. I listen to Bonnie Ray once in a while. <laughs> Brent, is anybody uh, verbally committed to Pro Stock shit? Yes. Yes? I can't say who. Oh, you can't. <laughs> You'll find out. Yes. <laughs> I know. Um, you also know because I put it in the group chat every time I get one. I was just baiting you a little bit. All right, so. all right. Um, it's good for the show. It's good for the algorithm. More comments, you ooh. know. Bruce just explained that a little bit ago. You should pay attention. I don't do that. Um. So one of the new yeah. well, new classes <laughs> this year, uh, 
four-wheel drive trucks. Um, we invited top two NTPA, top two PPL, and top two with Outlaws. Um, we are going to run run your rules respectively for each one. Uh, we talked to some of the 650 limited cubic inch guys with NTPA. And they were not afraid to run with the big mountain motors, which it's not drastically more that they're running. Um, but <clears throat> there are a few with PPL that run with them and they compete. So uh, with that, the initial invites are rule number 19, uh, Jake Zaring, Foreplay, Jim and Paul Holman, Midnight Raider, Jim Bosch, Running Wild, Charlie Hines, Risky Business, Eric Claypool, and Thumper Lane Thornton. Um, we do have some, some verbal... icons in that list. Yep, we have some verbal commits in this class, and we also have one that has so far registered. So, so Eric cool. Claypool, the legend has it. Eric Claypool is already looking for uh, a nitrous bottle warmer. <laughs> Uh, light super stock tractors. So here we invited top two PPL, NTPA, and Outlaws. Um, so <clears throat> Adam Spiegelberg with Detonator Black, uh, Marcus Weddleson, Gunpowder and Lead, Terry Blackburn, um, or Josh, whoever wants to drive, <clears throat> considered armed and dangerous and armed and dangerous excessive force. Um, Justin Hoffman with Last One Standing and Deer Fever, Gary Whip. Uh, Justin was also our champion, overall champion from last year. So he double dips. Um, so that's why. Uh, there's only four here still. <clears throat> Read that comment. I did know that. Random fact of the day. So this is something I've heard some feedback for, and I didn't tell you guys last week, but a lot of people listen to this, you know, tomorrow at work or the next day on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And like, we just, you know, we, and I'm guilty of it because I'm, you know, one of our, uh, whatever, I'm the one who sees the comments and puts them on the screen, but I always just let pe people answer that. We need to read what we put on the screen because when they're listening to the podcast, they can't see that. So I want to thank the, you know, for you guys for telling me that. So right. so Colin Burkle says random fact of the day, the Zaring family was, was on an episode of wife swap. So that was that show. And it wasn't as naughty as it sounds. It was like, they just would, was it like a week or two? How long would they, did they do that? Yeah, Get yeah. your mind out, Gunnar Schultz. Well, I mean, yeah, it was like a week or something like that. I just got home from Key West. Give me a break. <laughs> An interview with Rich Wine comes to mind from a few years ago. Yep, that's all I'm going to say. That's funny. Rich Wine is always a hoot. So thank you for that, Colin. Thank you for that. Okay. Colin is such a fount of, of worthwhile information. And if, you know, he works on first you shift. You all thought I was going to say worthless. <laughs> and he's on first shift now too. It's not like he's even doing this at work anywhere. Like he's he's, he's doing this because he he's trolling us because he loves us. Uh, as in to answer your question, yes, that can be changed. Yep. The invite goes with the tractor. Can the name be changed? Yep. Tractor gets the invite, not the driver. Um, and we did have that last year. I know with light super stocks, Jason Irvin with Drunken Pumpkin. Um, he drove the first night and then asked if his uh, wife could drive the second night and obviously yes. totally okay. So yes, if if you want different drivers for different nights, that's perfectly fine. Um, moving on, Superstock diesel trucks. Uh, oh, you got some, Bruce? Well, I was going to say that'd be an interesting trend. I was I was trying to remember whether uh, uh, Jason or uh, Mrs. Jason drove better. I cannot remember what her name is. I want to say Amy, but I don't think that's right. Heather. Heather. But uh wonder who has bragging rights in that household. 
for the year. Yeah, I know they do. They they swap a lot throughout the season. With, yeah, yeah. Say, she, that wasn't her first time in the season. No. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Superstock Diesel Trucks, the initial invites here. We invited top three NTPA, top three PPL, as well as our overall champion from last year. So that is Shane Kellogg and Trump, Justin Gearhart, Cream of the Crop, Todd Dugan, Angry Shine, Eric Stacy, Smoking Young HD, Chase Eller, Caretaker, Ken Crowder with Shy Diesel, and Mr. Van Hazley, Rock Hard Ram. Are Blackburn is going to participate? Has anybody heard from Josh? Um, it's not more as Blackburns are going to participate. We need to reach out to Mike Chiswick. Mike, uh, the owner of the Trappers. So it's more up to Mike. Um, Blackburns pretty much if they're they're not necessarily told to, but they're it's gotta go through Mike. He's gotta approve it first. So okay. we'll get on that. Nick, text Mike. Brent Shorefight, he says, make sure my registration went through. I got a call after I hit submit. Probably a fire call, knowing him. So you want to look somebody trying to sell him a vacuum cleaner. I'm a good vacuum cleaner seller. Uh no, but Esden's Esden's did. Sweet. So there's a little teaser. Figure (laughs) out which Esden. Um, Super Farms, another new class for this year. Um, Generating a lot of excitement. So top three with Super Farms and uh, or top three Super Farms in PPL and NTPA. Um, Gary Shavink in New Attitude. Ryan Anderson checking out. Dave Whalen, my last excuse. Josh Miley, high maintenance. Don Slama, fast and furious. And Brian Barman hooked up. That leaves four spots for fan boating. So we are going to do. We're going to be mixing the cooler tractors versus the non-intercooled tractors. Um, and what we're going to do there, um, and we've talked to the Super Farm guys, and they all seem to be fine with it, is that we're going to do intercooled at 9,300 pounds and non-intercooled at 9,500 pounds. So I'll give them 200 pounds for um, for not running the intercooler to try to level that playing field just a little bit more. And that's everything. So again, the three classes that we haven't announced anything for, uh, Superstock Diesel Tractors. Um, and I'll say right now, we have two that are registered and two verbally committed. Um, we have the modified tractors that two are currently registered and three verbally committed. And semis, we have four that are registered. So those will be uh, those will be getting posted here in the next few weeks, as well as any of the other invites at uh in the other <clears throat> seven classes eight classes uh as they get signed up that was so cool seeing that tractor there which one that one oh yeah just this would have been Rodney's kind of event. Mm-hmm. He would have he would have a hundred and ten percent been all in on this, and he would have had a blast no matter where he finished, whether it was first or last. And that's 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 the kind of stuff that we love. Mm-hmm. 
That one's for sale if anybody wants to buy it. Sure is. It's got some of the prettiest paint you've ever seen on an Alice. Yeah. Period. And I want to I want to thank them again. Last year they uh they pretty much brought their bakery shop to to the Polar's Championship and they donated like 1200 bucks back uh to the purse. So that was awesome of them to do that and thanks to whoever stopped by and purchased something from them. Plus it was a hell of a breakfast. It, it was. It was, it was very good very good. That's a tractor that Rodney would have been rooting for, too. Here's a fun fact. And actually, Jason, I'll ask this as trivia for you. Rodney, actually, his first love was orange tractors. What was the first, you know, what was the tractor that he and Bryce ran together? What was it called? And what was the it? The Bounty Hunter. Well, damn it. I should probably make a harder trivia question, huh? Well, I mean, I follow orange tractors, you know. That's how we met, remember? Orange tractors? Yeah. Well, you come at ECI and dad had the D21. So, black chat. It's true. Did dad miss that tractor? Uh, did yeah. he ever did he ever miss it? Or yeah. did it get to be just a lot of work and Oh, no, just they Simpler ECI, life was better. Yeah, ECI changed the rules on that twin, the twin turbos for the D21 back in the day. So, yep. Uh, so it was Ryan Seek's fault, that rotten jerk. No, no. <laughs> so, so I just want to see if he's listening. That's all. Some moose. Uh, oh, yeah. I called, I talked to the outlaw guys and I yep. have to told them basically if they want to, they, they could, they just have to succumb to the rules of the NTPA or PPL super farm. They can't. We're not doing anything different for that three seven or whatever it is. So, and yeah. So, for the people that are listening to this and not watching this, oh, thank you, Brent. I will outlaw super farms be allowed to run if the driver makes changes to fit the rules? Uh, yes, they can. But so they'll be on the fan voting. But they have to reach out to us and let us know that they're going to that they want to run those rules and that they would take take their setup and change it to NTPA or PPL setup. Um, we, there's a lot of them. I, I guess I don't know how many technically run with outlaws with those rules, but um, we just can't reach out to every single one of them um, and try to do that ourselves um, as we're already busy with everything else. But um, we, we will accommodate for that if they are going to accommodate to our, the, the rules that we're going to be uh, running. So if they want to, they just have to reach out to us and say that they will, and we'll put them on that that list so yes we do need lonnie sailor i agree with that statement well everybody bug him but yeah there's a there's a handful of pullers that they've been they're interested they haven't verbally verbally committed yet but uh there's a lot of interest out there with uh <clears throat> several pullers and especially the the promoter's choice classes, but as well as the rest of the classes as well. So, so far things are going well with, uh, I guess, the first couple weeks of these invites. And like I said, just kind of stay tuned to the Facebook page. Um, and we'll just be releasing those as they come in. You know, please share and it around. Have time to get them posted. You know, for the algorithm, please share stuff around. We, we appreciate that a lot. So. 
Ooh, good one. Is all the merchandise from last year gone? It's on a pallet to Schultz's house right now. Um, <laughs> so he uh, he'll be getting that and um, sorting through it. And so hopefully here in near future, um, last year's merchandise, what we had left over, will be on the website. Beer money yeah, beermoneypollingteam.com beer under yep. our beer money gear tab. So yep. So we do have leftover merchandise from last year. Hey, Paul, was that inventory by any chance before you sent it, like sizes and stuff? Is that all wrote down? Uh, actually, no, that is going to be your job. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to. Uh... Actually, yeah. that's so be, I uh, will say, I Doug will Ford, say, Mackenzie Thieving and Chandler Pickler's job. They are, there is anywhere from youth sizes all the way up to like uh, 4X or maybe 5X. There's a broad range of of sizes and there are t-shirts and there are hoodies so just keep an eye on the facebook page and you'll see all that jason if you guys happen to find a 4x hoodie would you set that aside for me please yep thank you i'm gonna write that down <laughs> hope is growling right now i didn't say hope yeah i didn't say her name <laughs> so we all know um without hope doug is worthless i mean uh, that came out wrong. How do I say this more, Brent? Half a man. Half a man, yeah. Hope's not very tall, but she does a lot. So that was a little pig on Hope a little bit. Because so. <laughs> Hope, Hope loves me. So Her life has never been better. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the ECI started their seven members in their Hall of Fame. Uh, Doug was there. He talked about that. Doug went down and talked to all the ECI pullers about our event promotion package. Him and Hope went down to Farley Saturday night. So we he went over to Simon's and drooled a little bit. So was that where was that where they held the banquet? Yeah, at the Speedway Roos. Nice. Yeah, that's that's a good neat. place. That's a that'd be a perfect place for that event mm -hmm. too. Well, I mean, and there's, you know, there's 17 pro stocks within two miles of there. So it's all good. Pretty much. Pretty much. You know how they always joke about there's like a spot like up by Fond du Lac. There's a spot where more lottery tickets have been sold, you know, Miracle Mile or whatever they call it. That's what I call Farley now. So million dollar mile. So pro stock heaven right next to the field of dreams. No pun intended. Sort of, kind of. A little. Mm -hmm. A little. Well, we are just a ball of fire tonight. And it's okay if we have a show that only lasts an hour and 14 minutes, guys. So. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yep. Um, boy, Brent, I, I will say this. Sir. Boy, there's a lot of tractors up for sale right now. Yeah. I saw at least four of them today. New, new ones? Huh? On the pull-off? Well, Yarix yeah. put a couple pro stocks up, right? Yep. I saw Yarix, that. Um, there was a very bad thing. Is it bad things or very bad things? Uh, bad things. That's Rick Evans' uh, ECI His, Super Farm. Yep. And then uh, Jeff put the uh, the red one up. Running bears for sale. Yep. And somebody, somebody said Little Bear was for sale, too. I don't know if I believe that. Brad Codnell put that up there. Brad, I don't know if I believe you. Brad's pretty tuned in, though, normally. Yeah, but I kind of think Jeff was really having a blast with that. Doesn't he have two minis? 
Yeah. Maybe he's just going to keep one. Who knows? Yeah, but he put well, misses can, on can, one one night. Mm-hmm. I can tell you for all the tractors that are for sale, there's a whole bunch of new ones being built. A whole bunch. In all classes. So what class what class do you think is, is seeing the most growth in right now? Without I mean, you don't need to throw any names out there, but what class generally speaking is the hot class right now? <laughs> watch watch this five inch pro stock class. That's all I'm gonna say. That's kind of what I thought you were saying. And that's not that's not all. I mean that there is there's new tractors being built in all classes. Um, but that yeah. that five inch pro stock class is going to get big in a hurry, I think. Whether it be a mix of tractors that are already out there that you know may have been parked to new tractors being built, but they're they're coming. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys a lot of guys are showing interest in that class. Yeah, well, <clears throat> now with knew it. obviously Outlaw is already running the class, but PPL Western Series having the class now a trial basis with Region Two. It's uh, yeah, but Region Two's running different rules, aren't they? They don't have a box charter, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, and that's yeah. I'm not going to get on that one, but yeah, there, there. It's it is a trial basis is yep. what has been said so they're going to try it there's a lot of pro stocks in that area that uh basically are are, are. sitting yep. and so uh, i do know that there's a lot of um a lot of people in that area that are that are very seriously considering bringing some some iron back out and or building maybe jumping up into that class so yep. i think for the, be ones right. who, for the ones who bring it and bring the iron back out of the barn are they going to run them for a year as a uh, uh, as a, a cast rear end? Because I presume the lion's share of the tractors that have been parked that could potentially be dusting off would be a cast rear yeah. end. There, I mean, yep. there are some components, some early components out there, um, but uh, I mean, there's there's going to be a mix for sure. What state do you think is going to be the strongest in terms of, of growth there? Illinois? Indiana? Uh, no, I think you're going to see a strong push out of Missouri, and I think you'll see. Well, I was um, I was getting kind of aside from Missouri because Missouri's got so many outlaws already there. Yeah. Uh, you'll see some interest in the in the in the Illinois, but I really think if um, the the ohio indiana tractors uh jump in and it may not be this year but i mean it depends on how that class goes over there's there's a very limited number of hooks on the schedule so far um i think a lot of the promoters are waiting to see you know how many are going to get in there but if the if the guys can get in there and, and bring six or seven good tractors this year i think you'll see that that eastern um contingent really get bigger in a hurry a because there's, there's a lot of guys that 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 could basically bolt on a charger and go well and i think what else we're going to see is some of these the current pro stock competitors that don't want to keep spending and spending and spending just to stay competitive i think some of them might decide that that's a better route to go 
you're not sticking as much money because turbo technology is ridiculous right now. The tire game is ridiculous right now. And to keep up with some of these guys, it's you got to spend the money and <clears throat> you're still going to be spending money at the five O level, but I don't think it's going to be as, as much. So the maintenance again, is the big, or I'll say maintenance, but you're, you're not yeah. going to be, you know, if you pop a charger, you know, you're not going to be as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy, yes, it is a brand new build. Yeah. What's the Stay what's tuned. the difference in cost between generally speaking? What's the difference in cost between uh, a five inch charger and uh, a six dot charger? They're at maybe double. So we're going it's, from a ten to a twenty, or are we going from a fifteen to a thirty, or roughly? Yes, roughly. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, at, at uh, you know, you're you're going to be roughly a thousand back of a of a full of a full pro, not near as hard. You don't have the intercooler, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, I mean, some of these intercoolers they can get pretty pricey, and and God forbid you swallow a charger um, and take a core out. Some of them have cores that can be changed. Some of them you have to buy a new intercooler, cut them apart, and change the cores out. So. You know, it's uh, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, <coughs> the the coolers, the and like I said, the, there's there's a big swing in coolers as far as um, you know, price. But with that higher price on the coolers, uh, you do have some um, basically repairability. Um, you may buy it. Uh, a full-blown cooler but you know if you can if you can swap a core out easy enough and some of these new coolers um very simple to swap a swap a cooler out or swap a core out so you know there's there's drawbacks you know you you pay less for one that has to be essentially in some cases um scrapped versus one that can be repaired but but yeah, I think I think that five inch class has got a lot of potential uh, for everything that everybody's saying. I know there's a lot of organizations that are considering it as well. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, it'll it'll bring some tractors back out that uh, haven't seen in a while. But time will tell. I hope uh, I hope it goes over well. It's gonna. It will. I think we all know that. I just I, there are certain things that personally I wish would happen, but I think you'll see a lot of them get back out. Colt or uh, Brett Colt is it Connor Sailor? No, which one? The boy Colton. Colton might be interested in the Polar's Championship. I'm just going through my Facebook Messenger. Want me to get a hold of you? Have you reached out to him yet? I haven't reached out to a lot of people yet. Okay. Is ITPA are they doing the five O class? Doug wants to know, Paul. Do you know? Being uh, being discussed December 9th. Um, this uh well the 9th and the 10th of um december that is the banquet in springfield and we have our class meetings there so it will be discussed for sure it is on the agenda it was discussed at the zone meetings and uh will be on the agenda got it love it really the only way they make a go of that class is if they do have a standardized box charger right is am i right in that thinking yeah, well, and the thing about it is you're you're so close to 
Western series, which is box charger. And you're close to, you're not that far from outs, a lot of outlaw hooks, right. Which runs the box charger. Um, it makes sense, um, to do that. And, you know, the guys can jump back and forth and hook with different associations. And I think that was kind of the plan between the Western series adopting that class as well. So because they are in such close proximity, try to have more tractors and then not schedule over the top of each other to where they can do that. So I think you'll see a lot of guys that'll, that'll jump back and forth, but I, that is kind of the general consensus of that class. And it's also to kind of put a limit on some of the updates um, for the chargers. I know turbo manufacturers, uh, one in particular that would love to see it because you could do a production run of these chargers and try to get ahead as opposed to always constantly trying to do updates and get new guys or get chargers in and then turn them around. So guys can have the next 20, 25, 30, hundred, whatever horsepower it is. So um, it would help them tremendously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did see yeah. a, comment there where did the fast lane go i believe jeff still has that as far as i know he still has it doesn't yeah he? i saw i remember seeing a picture a while ago of him just it was just a bare chassis if i remember right i kind of remember him doing an interview with leslie or somebody saying that he really did want to get that tractor back out in 23 <sighs> we'll see Time is the only thing that will tell. Yep. <coughs> well, guys, let's wrap it up. Thanks well, let's ask let's ask one oh, let's ahead. ask one question of the people who are commenting, because there there are plenty who've heard me ask the question. But if you were taking a tractor pulling or a truck pulling, no matter what the class, no matter where we are in history, and you didn't have to pay for it if you wrecked it or if you you know whatever, what would you take? And where would you go pull? We always ask the people who are who are guests on the show. Now we're asking the people who are watching the show. Throw it in the comments, or if you're listening to this tomorrow or later on down the line, send us a, a message to one of our social media inboxes. Tell us what would you uh, what would you take pulling, and uh, where would you take it, and why? I mean, we're totally free reign here. If you want to take. You know, I don't know, Esden's tractor from 1986. Let's rock and roll. Do it. Tell me why. Tell me where you're going to take that, Wyatt and Shane want me to give a shout out for um, the Power Ranking Show this Thursday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, doing mods this week, modified. Boy, those guys just want all the clout, don't they? They do. Well, they're doing a good job, so we're going to give grief. them a little Some people's kids. <laughs> Shane Hunt says, Meltdown, Bowling Green. Ooh, that'd be a hard one to beat. Paul just that makes Paul happy. Uh, Doug Borth, I know that tractor well. The diesel Hemi mod from Europe. What was that thing called? Uh, I don't know the actual name of it. Sled Hunden or something. Yeah, the sled hunter. The sled hunter. That's right. Or maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I kind of think that might be what it was. Look at uh, Morgan Schulte, foreplay in Bowling Green, Graybacks in Bowling Green, Van Reb and Toma. Moose one. Pretty specific there. One. At this point today, I take triple bypass or El Nino, not sure where, from Mr. Bill Diesel Mafia himself. Or Cam. What he thinks. We want to know what Florida, Tiffany would take driving. 
Florida Cracker Aerogator. <laughs> Rock wow. The end. I love it. Oh, I love it. That's impressive. That is that that is Charles Posh approved. Is it not? Chandler Pipper says workhorse pro at Wisner, Nebraska. Which generation and why? Oh, here we go, Chandler. Because there have been several uh at Wisner, not including the current. Alan Olmer says double stuffed. I agree. Russell says Eleanor. That and does not Tom surprise Mark. me in the slightest. I know you well. Carlton says Hunden Hound. I don't know what that means. Help me out, guys. That's the mod is, Yeah, I, yeah, you're right, Jason. I, I did say it wrong. Okay, thank you. I'm looking for video of it right now. I didn't take German in high school. I took Spanish. Me too. There it is. I founded it. This thing is unbelievably mean. And I this this has inspired a lot of comments. Way to drive the algorithm, Roos. Proud of you. It's what I do. This thing is dumb. <laughs> yeah, that thing is pretty much utterly ridiculous. Like, I'm not the one to go to, to talk about Greta intensifying, but screw it. Greta intensifies right there. I think that's European mods are the best. I don't care what anybody says. Just the different combinations. I love them. Love it, love it, love it. I don't think this thing, somebody said it was, I think it was taken apart or whatever. But yeah, it's part of that. I believe that's true. <clears throat> this video is from Iona Ferguson on YouTube, if anybody's looking for it. Um, if right that now. guy, if Iona Ferguson ever gets to the United States of America, we need to have him on the show or we need to just sit down and have a beer and dinner with that guy. Have you ever looked through, Jason, have you ever actually or any of you guys actually looked through some of the stuff that he's recorded? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, there's his Oh, YouTube. my goodness. He has way too much fun. Yep. Like he has more fun than Adam Wilson. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. Mike Gott says, early 2000s, vintage dreaded red anywhere. Love that. Nice. Randy Proctor, mean old Alice. Thank you, Randy. Randy nice. Shane Hunt says, redline fever to Chapel Hill. Didn't he already answer? <laughs> yes. I mean, Shane, stop him make up your freaking mind. He, 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 he changes his answer again, too. So. Uh -huh. Colin Burkholz says, Triple bypass Toma shocker. I know. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you'd probably try and put fourteen fifty six sheet metal on it before it went down the track. Fourteen sixty five. He, he's going to switch two numbers. <laughs> oh, is around. that what it is? Yep. <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam Wilson said Tiff's passed out. Wake her up. Uh, Keith Haynes, suspension of ignorance. Keith Haynes, you and all right. Now we're talking. He's a Michigan guy. He uh, very is. very clearly. Keith, I will drink to that any day of the week, 100%. So Morgan, he, he came back with one, and he said foreplay. Foreplay as in, uh, the, as in the Holmes, trunk. right? He had, picked, he had picked three, and you you get, you get you called him out. Right, I did. Uh, just because, I mean, that's Alice what I do Holmes. when it comes to moose. 
Shane Hunt says, never mind. I changed my answer. Uh-huh. Of course you do. Russ Dossel says, Scrappy and Rockwell. Ooh. Well, then I guess Eleanor has to go on the trailer and Mark is going to be disappointed in you. Morty Davies, sorry. Just give me one. Screaming Demon 2. Oh, hey, Keith, you just killed it. <laughs> and I and I am a huge Screaming Demon fan, but Suspicion of Ignorance is the only tractor, to, uh, the only Grand National or Regional National tractor to ever come from my hometown. So my family used to do business with them. Gary Sellers. Quite a bit of business, Valley. actually. Rock Valley is an honorable mention, if possible, because multi engine diesel mods, I mean, they're gone. <laughs> right. Keith Haynes says, hell yeah. Nick Coors, Redline Fever Light. Rossville, Ooh. Illinois. Way to go, Nick. I like it. Reaching back a little bit. Atta, baby. All right. What about you, Roos? Man, I, if if it were anything, it would be it would be Screaming Demon 2. Um, where would it be? Uh I would sit in my driveway and just let it idle. And I would be the happiest man in the friggin' universe. And Wyatt, I'm still looking for that answer. And when I find it, I will text you. And me. That too. <laughs> there are not very many tractors that are... that are on my bucket list that I have not had a chance to photograph. The Screaming Demon 2 is one of them, and I will not miss a chance to do so. I don't care where that thing makes a debut. If it comes back out on the track, I will be there. Robbie Fagundis is awake. It's only like five in California. Green yeah, Street had dinner yet. That is awesome. Robbie, what track? What track? Where can you take it that'll hold the power? Bowling Green, baby. Oh, true. Who's, they running, with it. who's running the screw blowers now today? Uh, the, Benedict and Chriswell. I think that's it. Um, no, and then um, uh, Bollinger's and Corzines, aren't they? Corzines. When they yeah. when they run the this year they didn't run unlimited at all. That's true. Um, and then Bobby says Farley. He I believe uh, you know that that's Robbie. I get where you're coming from there. That's yeah, it's a good point. That's tight there. Mm -hmm. If yeah, if there's a, if there's a track that'll take that power and put it to work, that'll do it. He said with shitty air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see here. Brian Bricker was at the toy show in Dyersville. Uh, and so why are you asking us where, where Screaming Demon 2 is? Well, technically, why, why you ask I him? <laughs> and why haven't you texted hey, me? Mark Holmer uh -oh. just said it's in Missouri. All right, Elmer, you've been telling me that for a while. I'm going to find you at the banquet this weekend. You're going to tell me who has it, okay? It'll stay between you and me. I, I will give you that, but I'm after he texts Yarn, <laughs> Omer. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll I'll make Yarn pay me twenty bucks to find out. But <laughs> I love it. Jason Carlton says Justice is John Deere forty ten White Lightning. Wow. Pretty much anywhere with a good biting track and the best seventy five to ninety five super stock tractors to run against. 
That's a hell of an answer, Jason. That is a geez, Carlton. Well done. Okay. All right. All right. Road trip. Carlton, uh, Jason, where would what decade would that be in? Just I mean, humor me and and that'd be early nineties, right? Paul, early nineties, mid nineties. No, I'm I'm saying what decade if if I told him you can go back in time and run this, who would you run it against? What what oh. you know? Decade, give or take. Late 90s. That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, Russ says, last answer, any, any, many, any. Well, that's any, given. Any. Jeremy, yeah. We're speaking about Screaming Demon 2. The one Tom Nixon uh, pulled? No. Um, no. No, because that was the triple six or the 686. 686, I believe, yeah. The Screaming Demon 2 was a, uh, when Jerry had it, it was 986 sheet metal, I think. And when Brian had it, it was 1586, or it was the other way around. I can't remember which. I suppose I could go and actually look. Hang on. Give me 15 seconds. He's got a model of it, I think. Yes. When Jerry had it, it was 986 sheet metal, or at least for some of the time. Mark Ulmer, the Encyclopedia of Tractors. Yes, he is. Facebook's doing ads during live videos now? Seriously? No, Jason Schultz is doing ads again because you're remonetized. Oh, that's right. Do they actually stop, like, show, like, a YouTube video? They might. Wow. I yeah, it's maybe... about some guy from Wisconsin selling mortgages, too. It's weird. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we made a dollar. Sending you a pick, okay, Mark Cam. I'm ready. Oh man, you're not sending those feet picks again. We told you not to do that. I uh, gotcha. Final answer, Shane. I'd love to take my dad's D20 at least once. Now that's cool. That's cool. Since when? I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait wow. for Mark picture here. Hey, Ham. Um... FYI, I believe that I'm going to be in town on the 26th. Hope you will be too. I won't be. Huh? I won't be. Why not? It would. It's. I'm not going to lie. I'm going up there to South Dakota for a hell of a cool tractor auction. I'm going to be in the woods hunting. I will be playing with other types of deer. Fair enough. Factory open station Soundguard eras, 40 and 50 series. Robert Ganner says Tinker Toy, Louisville, Kentucky, with Don in the seat one more time. I think, yeah, that would be. I would give just about anything for that. Okay. Guys, let's wrap it up. Sound good? Mm -hmm. Brent, thank you for all your hard work with the stuff behind the scenes, as always, with the Pullers Championship. Thank you to all the fans for commenting, all the pullers. We're hoping to have a, a bigger and better event. Pack the stands, guys. So. Bruce, final words? 
Um, interesting iron this week is going to be about a D21. You have D21 experience? I want to hear from you. Brett, final words? Well, just uh, <clears throat> stay tuned to the Polish Championship Facebook page, website. News is going to keep getting posted over the next several months at this point. So pretty much uh, weekly we'll have updates with the initial invites as well as we start getting closer to the fan votes. Um, once that starts rolling, uh, we're, uh, we'll, be, we'll be on the countdown at that point. So, um, But yeah, it's grind time. And if you guys have <clears throat> any sponsors, potential sponsors, please send them our way. Otherwise, that's all I got. Mr. Romack? Um, yeah, what Brent said, and uh, keep an eye on the 618 Motorsports Facebook page. It's all I'm going to say. Also, to uh, my friends from the Outlaws, if that man asks you for a microphone during open mic night, do not give it to him. See you guys. Peace. See ya. What a what a dink. He rails me and then he logs off. <laughs> what a jerk. What a jerk. Um, All right. Yeah, please. We need sponsors and we need help getting the word out about our awesome event for the pullers. So. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys later. Have a good night, guys. See ya.